Mindset Squared Podcast with Mike and Mike. Giving you a knowledge cocktail every time. Mindset Squared Podcast with Mike and Mike. Bringing you the hottest topics around every time. Okay, so we've got our two bottles here. Mike, I'm going to hand one to you to unbox. I'll unbox one, and um, we'll take a look at what we have. We're going to ruin these pens. These are actually my favorite pens to write. Likewise. Yeah. Back when I used to write, actually, we got so used to typing Okay. So I, I do the Yamazaki 18. Very rare, very hard to find. I've got the 20 year Pappy Van Winkle, which is a uh, Kentucky bourbon. And this, uh, you know, the Pappy Van Winkle, there's, there's three whiskeys that hold the Pappy Van Winkle name or carry the Pappy Van Winkle name. You've got a 15, a 20, and a 23-year. And uh, the 20-year is by far the uh, highest, uh, most highly decorated of the three. Uh, you know, for those that don't know, so a, a bourbon is, what gives a bourbon the designation bourbon is that it has to have a 51% corn base to the uh, mash, as they call it. Um, in the example of the Pappy Van Winkle, it uses wheat so instead of a uh, rye barley on top of the corn. So you just have... Uh, it's a weeded bourbon and obviously the most famous of all weeded bourbons. So we'll take it out of the bag. So here, here it is guys, the 20 year Pappy Van Winkle, obviously the highest rated, uh, without a doubt. I want to take a look at that. That is yes. a beautiful bottle. Great. Very artistic. I want to say both of these bottles. Have you tried this one yet before? I've had the 23. I've not tried the 20 and the 20, a lot of, bourbon aficionados, which I'm not going to claim to be, say that the 23-year Pappy is just in the barrel a little too long mm -hmm. um, and gets a little unwieldy. But uh, the 20-year is certainly the most decorated of the group. So before you open them, you should always stage a couple good pictures to have them in your library. So you always content tip. We'll, we'll, we'll teach you live Live content. Yeah. Let's grab a. Uh, you always want to stage. You always want to get a good photo. And if you can get it with the background at various angles, you always want to try that. You have a thousand. You have a thousand bucks uh, in, in whiskey. Make sure you take make, make the most of those pictures. Yeah, we have. Um, 
so the uh, Yamazaki right now, the Yamazaki 18 retails somewhere between 650 and a thousand a bottle. The Pappy Van Winkle 20 year is trading at about 24 to 2800 a bottle. So, um, you know, on the table here, we've got, you know, easily over $3,000 between the two bottles. So Mike, what's your, um, what's your attraction to the Yamazaki? What is it about this that you, because well, you, de you declared the other day that the Japanese whiskey is the best. Yeah, Jap I went to, um, I got into whiskey, I don't know. I went through a phase, I think men go through phases where, you, you know, beer became a bit, was popular or whatever. Sure. And then I started trying whiskey, I never really liked it. And then I went to a, a whiskeys of the world conference in San Francisco. This is, I don't know, 10 years ago. Sure. So I tried everything. And mm -hmm. I realized Japanese whiskey was the best. It is very, people describe it as silky, smooth. It doesn't have that harshness sure. that a lot of whiskeys have, especially the way some bourbons have. It doesn't have the kick, so to speak. It's very smooth. I don't know that I've ever had the 18. I've had the 12 okay. many, many times. It used to be you could get a bottle of Yamazaki 12 for 50 or 60 bucks. Back because nobody knew about it. It was a niche thing. Right. Same with Hibiki. Although Yamazaki thought it was better than Hibiki. And then the whiskey market in Japan just went crazy. Because it used to be that Japanese would always bring in the Johnny Walker Red, Johnny Walker Black. They would bring it all back to Japan. Right. The Japanese developed their own whiskey style. And it caught on. But because Japan is such a small country, whiskey isn't something you can mass manufacture. Demand is insane for it. So I think the Yamazaki 12 is like 150 bucks now. And the 18, if you can find it, it's like five, six hundred bucks. Right. Sure. Yeah. The um, I, I called in a favor to get this from a friend in Napa Valley. Uh, Napa Valley is obviously where I live, and it is a spirits capital. But it's it's tough to find the 18. And um, this bottle, I believe I was able to pick this up for 650. Yeah. So. Yeah. That's. Um, but it is very tough to find. Now the 12 you can buy off the shelf. Right. It, it, it's. I wouldn't say it's readily available, but a good shop would have a 12. Yeah, it used to be the 18 was about 120 bucks, I think. Mm -hmm. And then the 12 was 50, 60 bucks. Right. This was, of course, 10 years ago, before, before anybody even knew about Japanese whiskey. Yeah. And then people found out it's great stuff. Right. And then, you know, again, we talked about the Pappy. I mean, the Pappy is just the gold standard, if you will, of, of the whiskey world. I mean, everyone knows what Pappy is. Few have tried it. But, um, you know, when you're talking, I, I, I would say that I don't know of any spirit, wine or spirit that is worth, you know, $2,500, $2,800. So that's what it goes for? That's what it's yeah. selling for. So is this really worth it? I I don't think so, but yeah, I mean that, that's always an interesting question. So a friend of mine sent me for to commemorate the birth of my first daughter, Rothschild. Um, no, no, it's for my birthday, nineteen seventy-seven Rothschild wine, and you know it's eleven $1 hundred dollars sure. in that ballpark, and it was fantastic. I mean, you can taste the richness right. of it. I wouldn't say it's wasted on me because I enjoyed it, and its preferences are subjective. But you, you, it's always relative to. So always, consumption is always relative to your, your overall net worth and moreover what you like. So for me personally, 2500 wouldn't be worth it. But if my net worth were different, then it might be because it's, all, it's always relative to where you are. So even, so, even with like Yamazaki, 
140 bucks, it's kind of hard for me to justify at this point in my life to 12, the Amazon to 12. Mm -hmm. But I, I found a new one, a Sherry, that isn't quite as good, but it's good for like 60 bucks. So it's, all, it's always going. Is this the one that you posted the other day on your Instagram? Yeah, yeah, okay. exactly. That's a new kind of alternative, but it, but it's but it's all relative. To the Yamazaki, right? If I have a great year, 140 right. bucks for a bottle of whiskey that I that might last two or three months for me would be worth it because mm -hmm. it isn't like you consume it every day, right? Which is another factor. Well, on the table here, I mean, we obviously have the very best of American whiskey mm -hmm. and the very best of Japanese whiskey. I I don't think that there's. I'm sure there is some, you know. Uh, whiskey booger picker out there that knows everything about these it'll say well there's a 50 year they release four bottles of that's better but, oh you always yeah you right always but you know for the uh you know for for the real world you have two of the best bottles from east and west here on the table and if you look at them the the color is a little bit different you can notice that people are listening and not watching it's a little more the pappy's a little more i don't know amber there's a little more of a reddish hue to it. Right. It has orange, reddish. Uh, yeah, yeah. The Yamazaki is more of a reddish brown mm -hmm. color. Almost a tinge of uh, green or gold. Yeah, yeah. Right. You wonder how much of that. Mm -hmm. Yeah, maybe there's a little algae kind of color to it. Well, I will say that the Yamazaki comes in just a, a cardboard box also. Mm -hmm where the Pappy Van Winkle has done a little bit better job with the presentation and that it's, you know, for anybody that, that drinks Crown Royal, you have a purple bag that the crown comes in. Well, this came in a red embroidered bag with the name Pappy Van Winkle in gold on the, on the Well, bag. yeah, and that's largely because Yamazaki was never supposed to be a commemorative whiskey. Mm -hmm. It was just Yamazaki 12, 50 bucks, Yamazaki 18, 120 bucks, and you'd buy it just like you'd buy Johnny Walker, which I think is overrated. McCallum's mm. overrated, but you'd buy it just like you would sure. an ordinary box. Whereas Pappy's always been more premium platinum. So with the Yamazaki 18, a lot of it is, I don't want to, a lot of the write-ups are sort of aftermarket. Right. People already had them, and then you're, you just double, triple, quadrupled your money. Lucky you. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Okay. Well, um, do we want to do the honors and maybe have our uh, we have our production guy open these up, or we could open them and then he could pour. We, we can step away and let him pour, and we'll do a blind taste test. Well, the problem now is we know that the colors are different, so I don't know that we can even do a blind taste test. Going to be that tough. Huh? Well, I guess we're just going to have to put we'll our just, judgment aside. We'll just have to be honest because I know that I know the colors are different now. So. That won't so those of you listening that won't be purely purely blind but but I don't like I don't know own Yamazaki whiskey and moreover I'm never someone who's attached to like some people they think I like this it's the best and you just can't argue with them because their ego becomes attached to it okay and my ego's not attached to oh this is the best ice cream I've ever had you should give me better ice cream no this other ice cream is better I don't care well that was a pretty bold statement you made on, on Instagram well it is it is the best but we'll see if uh, if Yamazaki is the best, and maybe we'll raise the bar. Of course, the comments under there, you had a lot of supporters and then a lot of uh, detractors who said it is good whiskey, the Yamazaki, although the American whiskey is better. Uh, I wonder how many have had Yamazaki because. Well, I wonder how many have tried the Pappy. Right. Yeah. So I haven't. <laughs> right. But we'll see. Yeah. Okay. Well, let's uh, let's go ahead and try them. We can get a uh, four glasses. That'd be wonderful. Four. Pat's here, three. Well, we're each going to try a, a, a pour oh, of. 
Okay, so I'm going to go ahead and open the Pappy. I'll open the Yamazaki. Which the Pappy has a, it looks like a perforated metal. Yeah, the, this is the same kind of packaging in the Yamazaki. It's a standard Let's see here. It's a oh, there we go. Okay. It's a good way. Yeah, you have found the tear off here, which is not easy to find. And by the way, for those of you at home, when you do, and, and you shouldn't be spending your money on this, Mike, Mike brought these luckily, graciously. But when you screw unscrew the cap, make sure you don't let that little perforation at the bottom of it cut your hand. You know, this is interesting because I, I wanted to point this out. I think the the Yamazaki is also using a lead capsule cover, and the uh, Pappy Van Winkle is using a red leaded capsule cover. Uh, the Yamazaki has a just simply a bottle cap mm -hmm. with uh, no cork, where the Pappy actually has a wine yeah, style Yeah, the Pappy's cork. a little fancy. Yeah, the Pappy bottle's a little fancier. Little fancy. You, you, if you were creating like a premium product experience with people, people like those little details like the cork. The so, Yamazaki's just a cheap plastic cap, I think. Yeah, this is actually, the, the Pappy's got a cheap plastic cap <laughs> with a little cork right. that, you know, has some soiling and... Um, Things like that. As a marketing guy, I always notice little details like that. And Pappy, they should up their game a little bit. Yamazaki, you know, it's surprising once they're in the glass, they look the same. They look the the same. Probably just the light reflecting off the bottles. Well, there, there you go, friends. I hallucinated. They, they, they look indistinguishable. They do. Once poured, and there maybe there's just a, a slight coloring one, in the glass of the Yamazaki. Tell me if you think one has a more distinct odor. Bouquet, I think, is what you're supposed to call it. The Yamazaki, by far, has a uh, superior aroma mm -hmm. to the Pappy Van Winkle. Um, I don't know if you're not watching this on the on YouTube. You saw the disappointment in my face. Yeah, he already. Yeah, yeah. So here. I'll, I'll, I'll commentate. So I didn't want to. I didn't want to bias Mike, but since he admits it already, what, when you take when you take the bouquet in, one has a more stringent, yes, alcoholic kick to it, and yep. the other one is much smoother. So, but yep. again, there's no ego. There's we no haven't ego. tasted yet. Yeah, so, no but there was definitely a right. a disappointment, a visual disappointment in my face when I uh, compared the two uh, aromatically. So I'll try the Pappies first, because I know it. I'm going to, uh, I do have my water here to cleanse my palate, so I am going to go ahead and try the Yamazaki first. Okay. So the first thing I notice when I, when I try the Pappies, and this is traditional of bourbon, and this is maybe what people like, is you can feel it coming, coming back up through your navel passageway. There is that kickback. You feel it on the back of your throat. It's much more, which a lot of people like. It has that sort of kick. I'm not partial. I'm not partial to the kick, though. The Yamazaki is incredibly smooth. You can taste, um, it's certainly a big difference in, in taste profile from a uh, bourbon. 
um, but it is a liquid velvet. And the aromatics are actually opening up even more after this is out of the bottle. Um, there is a, the bouquet on this is opening up as a swirl. It's exceptional. So I'll switch over to the 18, which I've never tried. At least I don't think I, if I have tried, it would have been 10 years ago at a bar somewhere or something. And I am going to try the yeah, I mean, happy the eight, 20. Yeah, the 18 is. Let's see. You can tell the 18 is a, is a Japanese whiskey. It's smooth. It doesn't have that major alcohol vapor. Oh, wow. Hit you in the back of the throat. It's different. I'll tell you, I'm, I'm trying the Pappy now, and the aromatics on this are not great, but the whiskey itself is phenomenal. Um, I'm picking up like a hint of, uh, I mean, it is, it is a little bit more of a bite than the Yamazaki uh, going, you can definitely feel it more going down. Uh, there's certainly a Boy, the aftertaste on it though just goes on and on. It's almost like a leathery oil. Yeah, and, and that's why I don't get emotionally attached when but most men do, and I think it's kind of silly, emotionally attached to a taste preference because that's all it is. Mm -hmm. The if you really like that bourbon you taste, you're gonna love the pappies. Yeah. Me, what makes it great for some people is what I don't like. I like it just much more of a smoother whiskey experience that said if you were smoking a cigar the pappies might pair actually better with the cigar because I, it would cleanse it's the so that, that's so funny that you say that i would, literally was just thinking the same thing if i was going to sit down in my family room and enjoy a television program and just sit on the couch and wanted to relax and i'm going to have a small maybe half glass of whiskey i think i would reach for the yamazaki um it's a smoother drinking whiskey uh, the aromatics are fantastic the Pappy, without a doubt, is the type of whiskey that you would enjoy like at a Mike Cernovich cigar event. If I had a cigar in my hand and I was with a couple guys, this is the whiskey to go to. I mean, it's there's a tobacco taste to it. There's, like I said, the oily leather. And you need taste. something to cut through. If you're pairing a cigar with a whiskey or the wine, you need something to cut through the, the palate cleansing the palate buildup right. of tobacco. A lot, a lot of people don't realize that when you smoke a cigar, you do get a little bit of a... Well, and this has a, a, a strong tobacco-y yeah. taste to it. It would, um, it would cut into it and pair a little bit better. It's actually kind of a funny story. I got my... Some friends of mine were in town in D.C. They were, were at the, the Trump D.C. or whatever. And one of the few places in D.C. that has Hibiki. And we ordered around and they were like loving it. They're usually pretty big spenders. And I was like, guys, you know, chill out a little bit, chill out a little bit. They're like, we got the tab. I'm like, calm, calm down, you know? <laughs> and then finally, Jesus, that was like 50 bucks a glass. That was for the Hibiki 12. Oh, wow. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. It's a good, the good Japanese whiskey is expensive. Well, this is, um, I mean, they're both, they're both exceptional. I mean, exceptional. And, and I'll say, too, for maybe folks out there that don't drink a lot of whiskey, this, especially the Yamazaki, you could pour this and not cut it with anything. You don't have to pour Coke in it. You don't have to put a, a boulder cube in this. 
I think almost anybody, even if they're not a huge whiskey drinker, would find this remarkably smooth. Yeah, and, but they know, shouldn't so. drink it though. It's, even I wouldn't drink the 18 on a regular basis. Unless, um, even if I were like balling out, I don't know that I would. Mm -hmm. Just the price is always right. Midwestern values, you know? Well, yeah, I we're can, both from the Midwest. I mean, um, my parents would probably be mortified that I could justify a $150 bottle of whiskey to 12. That would probably be mortifying to them. Right. But I could. That, that's at the very margins. But the eight, thank you for bringing it, by the way. The 18th yeah, grade. Absolutely. The Pappy, I definitely, no matter how rich I was, I wouldn't buy it. You wouldn't reach for that. Wouldn't reach for it. I would reach for it for maybe people who really liked it. I could see. I, I could see the draw for some people. Mm -hmm. The Pappy is a... Um, yeah, it's such a different experience. It's a totally different experience. Uh, I will say, without a doubt, that the Yamazaki, it, it's almost a tale of, uh, of two whiskeys, if you will. The Yamazaki is a better sipping whiskey than the Pappy. But if you're out with friends and you wanted to smoke a cigar... I would say that this is uh, the Pappy is better for enjoying maybe with food or it's a little, it's a richer, there's a lot going on in that glass. A lot of flavor profile there that the Yamazaki doesn't have, but the Yamazaki is silky smooth. It's like drinking a, you know, a Coke. It goes down that easy. Mm -hmm. And the Yamazaki 12 and Hibiki, Hibiki is similar too. Mm -hmm. I've I'm vindicated. Cheers. Cheers. Me being right as always. <laughs> and thanks for bringing them both, Mike. Beautiful. Yeah, they're very, very nice, both of them, and perfect for different occasions.